This podcast has been produced and recorded on the lands of the Woiwurrung, Boonwurrung and Wuthering peoples of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging and welcome all First Nations people listening today. We acknowledge the rich history of storytelling and music within this culture. Hi there, and welcome to In All Honesty. I'm Gillian Cosgriff, and I have composed and performed the music in season one. This is a podcast that allows people to share experiences they've been through that society doesn't like to talk about. There's no interviewer, there's no questions, and there's no prompts. We send our storyteller away with a recording device, and they get to tell their story on their own terms. These are stories you don't get to hear every day. If you haven't already, we recommend you go back and start from episode one so you're getting the full story. There are some swear words in this podcast, and as a content warning, we'll be discussing stillbirth, pregnancy loss, and dealing with losing a child. If you need to talk to anyone about anything you hear today, you can contact Lifeline on 13 11 14, or check our show notes for additional resources. Thanks for listening. So, I have no memory of going to the hospital. I can't remember getting in the car, driving there. I can't remember where we parked. I can't even remember the entrance to going into the hospital. Um, I'm pretty sure it was a side road, but I, I'm guessing. Um, I remember our room. I remember our room because it was big. It was the birthing suite at Geelong Hospital was pretty amazing. Um, I don't remember Amanda being uh, given the gel or being induced. I don't. I know there's a whole block that has kind of been been erased. I don't know there is a whole block that's kind of been been erased. I don't know there is a whole block that's kind of been been erased. I don't know there is a whole block that's kind of been been erased. I don't know there is a whole block that's kind of been been um, it doesn't really come to until she is in contractions and we are, and this is going to get pretty graphic, just so you know, um, we have a, a midwife in the room with us. Um, our obstetrician can't be there because he's delivering a baby somewhere else, I think. And... Um, Amanda's going through the normal process of giving birth, the normal birthing process. And then there's a point where um, she's pushing, and of course Meg's a lot smaller, so it's not it's not as as full on a birth as it, it might be with a full size, a full term child. But Amanda uh, is pushing and she goes to the bathroom, I think, 
And the midwife follows and she pushes and Meg comes out quite fast. And the midwife kind of, kind of catches her and then just, just hands, hands her, her straight, straight to me. Just hands her straight to me. Just hands her straight to me. And I remember just holding this tiny little girl in my hands and um, her lips were fully, like, fully formed. They were fully... They looked exactly like Ollie's lips. And she had big feet. I remember she had, well, you know, big feet for her body. Um, and I looked up and I... I was very emotional. I was... I was weeping quite profusely. And the midwife was just in between myself and Amanda. And Amanda was walking around the room in, in absolute shock. She was just walking around the room with a big smile on her face going, Whoa, wow, how was that? That was so fast. That was amazing. That was so quick. Can you believe that, babe? Babe, can you believe how quick that was? And just looking at me, and I remember thinking, she's got no idea what's going on. She's got no idea what's going on. And, um... Oh, of course. Before we got into that room, we'd got to our actual suite where we'd be, we'd be, we'd be not, the, not the room for delivery, but the suite, the birthing room, and we were given... I might be making this up. It may be the same room. I feel like it wasn't. I feel like it was a different room. But we were given... Um, actually, it was. It was the same room. It was a bathroom. It was the bathroom in our birthing suite. And when we walked in, we were given um, paper, uh, a, a Polaroid camera, an ink pad, and the midwife said, "You know, you might want to, you might want to do some stuff with this. You might want to take some prints or take some, some photos." And I, in my head, I was like, "Are you fucking joking? Why the fuck would I want to do that? I'm, I'm we, we're having this baby, and we are out of here. What, what are you talking about?" I didn't say this, but she could just see that I was there was a, a certain amount. I was so angry before this had even happened. I was so angry leading up to this because we were told we weren't allowed to have the baby in a particular hospital because it was a a, a, a Catholic-based hospital and us inducing a, bo- a baby that was not going to survive. Anyway, I don't want to go into it. Um, and so skip forward, the, the baby's born and I'm holding her and the first thing I want to do immediate thing I want to do is take Take a photo, photo, take several photos, take her her feet feet prints, prints, her hand prints. I do it all. Take a photo, take several photos, take her feet prints, her hand prints. I do it all. I do it all. I bathe her and put her on a little ice bed um, and I dress her in a muslin wrap and put her on a little ice bed and she lays down next to me on the bed in the room uh, and Amanda is still not 100% with us yet. She hasn't come to. It doesn't, I don't think it happens for quite a few hours but that's okay. She's dealing with her own thing. And I lay with my daughter. 
and I, I, there, there was, was no, no way, way I was going home. home. There, there was, was no, no way, way I was, was leaving. leaving. There was no way I was going home. No way I was leaving. No way I was going home. No way I was leaving. No way. No way I was going home. No way I was leaving. No way. So we were told we could spend two nights the night, that night and the next night together and then it would have there'd be time to, to take the body away. So that was the first day, that was the birthing day. Um, and I think it was till about later that evening when Red realised what was going on and became quite emotional herself. And then we just lay with Megan. She had a little ice bed underneath her, I guess to preserve her, and, uh, and we lay with her. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure to hit subscribe to hear the rest of this season of In All Honesty. You could also give us a review or even tell a friend to their face. As always, if you need to talk to anyone about anything you've heard today, you can contact Lifeline on 13 11 14 or check our show notes for additional resources.